You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, where on here we will discuss anything and everything that happens in the world around us and how we can go about making things better for you, for me, and everybody that we share this world with. I may go on rants, I will go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Close to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. Everybody, welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. I'm Jason Klaus. I certainly appreciate you tuning in this week. Uh, coming in off the uh, the heels of a pretty significant holiday. Um, hope everybody is enjoying the holidays and uh, you know, you're able to take some time to enjoy your family. Um, you know, get some degree of rest. You know, that's kind of the underlying thing here. And uh, certainly wishing everybody a very uh, happy holiday season, especially now, you know, we're uh, going into the final countdown of this year. Uh, New Year's right around the corner. And, uh, you know, a lot of people use New Year's Day as that clean slate, that step one, you know, like this this is the starting point for what a lot of people will will relate at or relay as resolutions. Now, I've spent over the course of the last few years, like I, if you've listened, you know what my opinion is of, of resolutions versus goals. Um, but you know that's a topic for another day. There's you know it's in the archives. You can find it. But this is the time of year where generally most of us will look back on the year that was and kind of evaluate it. You know, you kind of, what what I do is I will look back on the previous 12 months and you know, like I know what I had thought, what my thought process was at the start of the year, and I compare it to where I am here and now. And the good, the bad, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. And I think most everybody can look back on their year and categorize what was good, what was bad. And, you know, you do that sort of reflection and you, number one, it puts life in perspective if you're being 100% honest with yourself when you're doing this. You know, because a lot of us, when we look back on the situations that we encountered during the previous year that were, by and large, less than favorable, a lot of people will adopt that victim mentality that they were just on the receiving end of a bunch of bullshit. But what they don't take the time to, to consider is what role did they play in that scenario? Because more often than not, there's, there's something on the other side of the equation that 
is a contributor, and it may be a minor one, but a contributor nonetheless. Now, that's not to say that there haven't been circumstances where you may have just been completely blindsided by a circumstance that you just did not foresee coming. And being 100% honest with yourself as you're evaluating the situation, there's nothing you could have done differently that would have prevented that. That was just a bout of crap that came down the pike and unfortunately landed right in your lap. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. You know, for me, and I, I guess that's what I'm kind of doing with this episode. I may even turn around and drop this thing um, early, a day early. Because uh, full disclosure, I'm, I'm recording this at like 1030 in the morning on Christmas Eve. And uh, I, I had initially thought that I was just going to take this week off. Because I have it off from my real life job. And uh, I'm just, I was like, all right, I'm going to use this week to just kind of chill, reset, refocus. But then my brain's like, what are we doing right now? We have this time. We have this opportunity. Why are we not capitalizing on it? And it's absolutely right. So, you know, this is going to be more or less like Speaking my thoughts as I do a a year in review kind of recap for myself. And like you're here for the ride. So, (laughs) you know, most of you who have, uh, who are listening to this, like you have been with me all year, every week, all year long. And you've been with me on this journey. You've been with me on the episodes that uh, were more light, were more. Uh, what you know, the topic at hand wasn't nearly as serious. I, on the other side of that, I've done some very serious interviews for this show, but in particular, real raw personal t- testimonials. And, uh, you know, you, when I go back and I listen to those episodes, I can pick up on little nuances and and I can remember what the situation was at the time of the recording. I can remember specific details, especially if I was on quote unquote location. Like I went to somewhere to record an interview. More often than not, it was at the, the subjects houses, their homes, you know, they, they invited me in so that I could give them the platform to tell their story, to get it out there. And like the, the one that uh, really started, it's the one episode I go back to, and, well, there's two of them that, that happened this year. One very recently, but uh, earlier in the year, I... Uh, Conduct, I was I was on this kick about the failures in school administration because there kept being specific examples of how leadership in these school districts are failing the students and specifically with their their safety and their well-being. I put the story out there of my friend April and her daughter Brooklyn, Brooklyn, who was on the receiving end of some of the most (sighs) fucked up behavior I've ever seen or heard. And it wound up costing her a lot. And, uh, you know, they trusted me to put their story out there. It was just a handful of weeks ago. um, I had another friend on here. Janelle Jones, who actually was making her second appearance on the show because she uh, she was with me. Well, at the end of summer, I guess it was going into the fall to talk about Dave Matthews' band. But uh, then she came back on and and uh, talked about 
her challenges in maintaining mental health or her mental health. And you get stories like that and, and you get these people that feel comfortable enough to just open up various parts of their their internal being. And like with Janelle, it was a very personal part of who she is. With April in Brooklyn, it was uh, it was an example of administrative failure, leadership failure, that ultimately um, had an adverse effect on Brooklyn's well-being, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it. Doing shows like that and knowing the dynamics that go into it in terms of these people are trusting me with this, that will never be lost on me. They could, there's a million podcasts out there. There's a million different avenues to tell your story. And anybody that takes the time to come on here, of course, I'm going to roll the, the red carpet out. Like, I realize what that is. Bare minimum, that's a chunk of your time that you could be utilizing anywhere else with anybody else. I don't take that lightly at all. You know, anybody who has uh, known me for any length of time knows that. It's, I mean, I'm in a professional setting for sure, but those who have access to me personally knows that if I dial in on something, if I'm putting myself into something, they are getting all of me. That was very much the thing that fueled the Michigan Wrestling Organization. For 28 years, I dedicated my life to build that brand, to give men and women the platform, the stage, the spotlight, to embark on a dream. And at that time, during various courses of, of, or I guess various periods of time during my career in the wrestling business, like there were there were specific instances where I'm like, this, this is what I was made for, and I can't imagine life without the MWL. But then real life checked in and reminded me that uh, it it don't do no jobs, man. And it, it's going to let its presence be known in a lot of times in the most unfortunate ways in the most inopportune times. Now, there is the flip side of that where it does provide these moments and these memories of things that were good that could have changed your life for, for the better. I never imagined that there would be a, an avenue that would allow me to get the same drive, passion, feelings, all of that, that I had for the wrestling business. But here we are. And in fact, and I've mentioned this before, in very in various aspects, I get more out of a rush. I get more of a rush out of this. The podcasting, the producing, you know, um, these different shows that allow these men and women to have their voices heard that gives them creative 
control. It gives them something to look forward to when their individual personal lives may be disrupted or in some degree of, of disarray. They have a, a very judgment-free platform to express whatever it is is going on. I am a proponent of that. I think it is incredibly important to have these different avenues to express yourself. Some people go about it different ways. Some people, you know, when they're feeling a certain kind of way or they're all wrapped up in the emotions and they need to find an outlet to get some of that feeling out, for a lot of people, that's when their creativity comes out in the most vibrant form. You look at a lot of paintings that are renowned, that are praised, that are, you know, looked at in awe and wonder and, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And look what they've done here and the detail and the colors and this and that and the other thing. A lot of times when you talk to the person that created that masterpiece they will relay the fact that it was pain that fueled that painting some internal struggle that they were dealing with came out and that's what it turned into that is rechanneling your energy that is Focusing on something more constructive, not destructive. Because there's a lot of people that will go to the other side of the spectrum there. They, had, they adopt a very destructive behavior. Because they just don't have another avenue or, or their brain has not kicked into a place where it allows it to rechannel that energy in a more productive manner. You've heard of the you've heard of the uh, the phrase anger cleaning. That's that's another aspect. People get pissed. They they don't want to yell and scream, and they're not one to throw shit. They will turn that and they will turn that energy around and let them fuel them, motivate them to clean their house. Any house that I've gone into that's immaculate, I can't help but think, are you that pissed off all the time that your house is goddamn spotless? Uh, You know, I kind of say that tongue-in-cheek, but, like, straight up, it does occur. It It does cross my mind at least once, you know. Some people just have just like to have a neat house and, like, hey, Whatever the case may be, it's working for you. So love that for you. Uh, but that, like, this is that's what I get with this. And I've I've mentioned before, like, I am not big on compliments. And I said that I don't know a week or two ago, and then all of a sudden, like, if I went onto TikTok, there would be three or four videos that popped up that specifically dealt with accepting compliments the algorithm thing which is weird unto itself can can we just can we talk about this for a moment like how fucked up is it that you can have a conversation with somebody about any topic could be the first time you discussed a specific product in seven and a half years and the next time you go on social media there is an ad or there is some some resemblance of that product that you mentioned for the first time in seven years now on your newsfeed. How fucked is that? Kind of makes you think. Like I'm very conscious about what I say because if <laughs> if I start going into like a promo mode, like I don't. I don't need the wrong people hearing that because sometimes I go into promo mode. Like, it's difficult to turn that off, man. Because, look, 
full disclosure in a sidebar, like I got enough uh, motivation internally to cut the goddamnedest promo on a variety of people that need a reality check. Their their presentation um, is at bare minimum eye roll inducing. And on the opposite end of that pendulum is you are a fake, fake ass person. And what you are putting out there is not at all what you truly are. So I say that to say this. My gift to a lot of those people is going to be that reality check. You're welcome. Getting back on topic here. <clears throat> Professional wrestling had been a part of my identity and, and still is to, to a lot of people. There are those who only know me from that world. They don't really even call me by my real name. They call me Basher because that's who I am to them. I'm not the host of this podcast. I'm not the founder of the PFC Entertainment Network. I'm Jason the Basher Klaus, MWO's superstar. Even, you know, after a couple of years of closing the organization down, that's still how they know me. And uh, that in itself lets me realize, number one, it continues that feeling of peace that I have with the closure of the organization. But it also makes me realize that in that world, I was able to live a dream. It may not have been on the grand scale that I had dreamed about when I was a 13-year-old kid dreaming of competing for the WWF championship at WrestleMania. Okay, that didn't happen, but it was more important to me to compete or to defend the MWO championship at WrestleRama because all of that was an extension of me. And people resonated with it. The fans that came to watch and the roster that was there to perform. And then you go beyond that, you go you look at the people that weren't a part of the show but had a very integral part in the act, the actual presentation of the day, the people that ran the tickets, sold merchandise, ran the cameras helped with audio you know it was a collaborative effort by a lot of people and it formed that family bond and I don't I didn't run my organization like everybody else does that's why I was uh... <laughs> it was it was one of those things I was either celebrated or condemned for and among other promoters and workers in the in the in the promotion who never ever stepped foot and actually saw what all was going on and why it was a destination of sorts for a lot of people you know it was real easy to just go on somebody else's accord and just condemn what we were doing because it wasn't what other promoters were doing I didn't give a fuck about any of that. The validation that I got was seeing smiles on men and women's faces after an awesome outing that they had put so much of themselves into. And to watch them bask in the adulation and the response of a crowd who took time out of their day 
and dropped their hard-earned money at the front door to come watch what we were doing. I did that for 28 years. Amy Sheridan, who uh, hosts The Real Podcast, kind of uh, peeled the curtain back a little bit on her most recent episode of that, of that show. And, uh, you know, she really, number one, she got fired the hell up. And, uh, you know, she was relaying these different instances where, you know, she kind of let people in on what all was going on behind the scenes, specifically with me, because, like, she was there for a lot of that for a while. She was there for the production meetings, and she was there for, you know, all of it. Backstage, in front of the camera, in the ring, like, she saw it. So I say all that to say, like, I, I'm trying to paint a picture that the MWO was such a huge part. Like, I sacrificed everything for that company. Relationships, it did, I did, just didn't matter because that was my passion. And how could anything replace that? Well, then the world of podcasting comes into play, and like I relayed that story before as to what motivated me to start this, which would snowball into what we're doing here. What, six shows deep over multiple platforms? <laughs> we're not done yet. I've got, you know, a dozen people or so that are on board in their respective hosting duties and like everybody everybody's here for one reason that's to hear their voice be heard on topics that a lot of people don't either want to talk about or feel like that they can talk about and then there you know then there's other side of the spectrum where it's a lot more lighter and well I guess the wrestling show world <laughs> all depending on what exactly about wrestling that we're talking about. But, you know, when you start looking back on the past and like with the power tripping through the 80s and even Turnbuckle Time Machine, like we look a lot in the past and the nostalgia and the feelings that go with it. So, I mean, there's like something for everybody here. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're not done yet. And uh, makes me feel pretty good that, uh, you know, I've developed a following of sorts in this endeavor that I would never have been able to with the wrestling business because they don't give a fuck about wrestling. And I, like, I understand that's not for everybody. But everybody has a story. Everybody has challenges. Everybody has things going on, good and bad, right? And sometimes we need to know that there's other people that are going through the same things that we are so that we don't feel alone. That's one of the many beautiful things about podcasting. And it gives me an avenue to still scratch that entertainment or entertainer itch without beating the piss out of my body in the process. So it's like the best of both worlds. And above all else, it resonates. The numbers tell me that. Now my goal this year, this new year, is to expand those numbers, to expand our footprint. We've got a lot of things on paper, a lot of goals, short-term, long-term. And we're going to start checking these some bitches off one at a time. Because we will have earned it. All of us. Every single man and woman 
that occupies a space at the PFC Entertainment Network family table. Like, this is a group thing, man. This is a family thing. And anybody who knows me on any level knows I don't throw that word out lightly. Especially in this day and age. Especially where we're at on December 24th of 2023. I said on the Klaus and Q show a couple of weeks ago, you can't stop a running a, a runaway locomotive. And we're just getting ready to, to leave the station. You can either hop on board, or you can move the fuck out of the way, or get run over. I believe people should have options. I would suggest you choose wisely. With that, we'll be right back with more of the Klaus to the Heart podcast right after this. At any given time, everybody is going through something in their lives, and they need perhaps another perspective on how to tackle it. Maybe they need to be motivated. Maybe they need to be inspired. Everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and we are inviting you to join us once a month as my friend Waddell Edwards and I take to the airwaves of Orion Neighborhood Television for the Klaus and Q Show. Each month, we will tackle a topic that will inspire you, that will try to put things in a different perspective, and to let you know that no matter what you're dealing with, it's going to be okay. It's the Klaus and Q Show every month over on ONTV. You can find it exclusively on Facebook.com forward slash Orient ONTV. The Klaus and Q Show as part of the PFC Entertainment Network. Welcome back to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. Now, this is probably going to be a little bit shorter episode. At least that's kind of my, uh, not my intent, but like I feel like that's it's just going to wind up being a shorter episode this week because this this segment here, I just want to take a, I always say a few moments, and then I go back and I look at the time, and what I thought in my mind was maybe seven or eight minutes winds up being 23, 24. <laughs> So, who the hell knows how long this is going to take, but I spoke earlier about reflection. I spoke earlier about giving yourself that year in review. I spoke about what we do to evaluate what kind of year we had. Do we give it a grade? Do we, you know what I'm saying? How many how many stars was it? Did you have a five-star year? Did you have a two and a three-quarter star year if it was at the fucking tokyo dome it probably would have been 19 and a half stars but you gotta know to know um somebody's gonna hear (laughs) somebody's gonna hear that and they're like oh what is that some sort of racist remark no it's a professional wrestling reference relax um, you know, I can, it'd be real easy for me to sit here and, and I don't even need a fucking piece of paper. Like I, I can sit here and tell you for this part, this was the good that happened. And for the majority of it, this are the, these were the challenges that endured. I ain't going to do that. I'm not going to do that because that's not what I want to focus on. I don't want to look back on 2023. And I mean, it's going to take time. There are things that went on this year that I'm going to remember happened this year for a long time. That aren't going to be looked back upon fondly. To put it mildly. But I want to focus on what is good. Because 
in the darkest hours, there is at least one glimmer of light, one sliver of good that we can focus on. In reality, there is more. But when we are hip deep in some degree of bullshit, it's very difficult to focus on the good, the blessings that we have in our life. But we can because they're there. Because I try to keep in mind that no matter what I'm going through, there is somebody in the world, probably a lot closer proximity to me than um, I realize, that have it a hell of a lot worse. I may be pissed off because I could be pissed off because what I thought my life plan was going to be wound up materializing into something totally different. But there's somebody that's gasping for their next breath, trying to get better. A lot of us lost people of significance to us this year. Friends, family members, uh, right there with you. You know, it seems like at this stage, it's like, damn, you know, who, who isn't going to make it, make it to the end of the year with us, you know, and like a lot of times it just, it completely catches us off guard. And we're trying to deal with that. On the other hand, on, on as like a, a companion to that, people that you care about have lost somebody of significance and you're watching them mourn their loss. And you're trying to take some of that pain away from them. You, you know, you would take it all if you could. But that's not reality but you're like there with them to help them navigate through that specific kind of pain that's indescribable. You know. But I look back, man, and like there was a lot of good that happened this year. I met a lot of amazing people. I had a lot of cool opportunities, did a lot of cool things. Had a lot of great conversations. And in the process, I realized that I was reshuffling the deck and reorganizing what I call my inner circle. Some didn't make it this year. (laughs) Um, Because in my view, which is what's important here in this aspect, um, they weren't checking the boxes, and their intentions were disingenuous, and it made me question more things than I care to question, especially when we're talking about people that's supposed to be in my inner circle, so they're out. But I feel like I have a good circle of people around me right now, my inner circle. And a lot of those people occupy the occupy a seat at the pfc network family table which is win-win for me if you know full disclosure because pfc network or anything that we do in terms of content and presentation isn't met with any degree of dread And I can't say that about MWO, if I'm being honest. Because there were a lot, especially going into the last handful of shows, more specifically the last two, um, or three, last three, I guess I should say, just a tremendous amount of dread, man. And, uh, 
I don't feel that here with this. We were able to add new shows to the network lineup. Um, some still here. Other ones um, are on break or hiatus. We've got new ones on on the horizon. And with that came new talent that you hear. Uh, Kristen Watt, for example, came on, started as a guest on the Klaus to the Heart show. She co-hosted a live event with me um, at Backroads Bar and Grill. We'll get to that place here in a minute. Um, and the next thing you know, she's got her own show here. Weekly. You can hear her every Monday. Generally, her show dropped earlier earlier this week uh, for the holidays and the content and this and that and the other thing. But um, generally, Mondays at midnight, her show drops. She brings her own spices to the proverbial stew. And then uh, very recently, we launched Shh, We Don't Talk About That with Joanna Barnes. A lot of anticipation with that show. Um, a lot of hope for both of them, ladies. And this is something, this network is what I feel like they were both made for. You know, Kristen is very much forming her foundation and Joanna is getting her her footing. You know, like I said, at this at this stage, we've only recorded and released the pilot episode, but you know, I, I am confident that once this thing gets rolling and we start cranking out reg, regular content, um, it's going to help a lot of people. You know, both of them, Kristen's and Joanna's shows. Um, last week here on the flagship show, I had Paul Brandon Brownson on here. And in that discussion, we revealed that he and I are going to be launching our separate show. And uh, Pope is a unique cat, man. He is uh, hes one of my absolute most favorite people. Uh, he, he's one of those guys that I know without a shadow of a doubt, you know, uh, if I need something, if I need some sort of advice, especially in this endeavor, you know, he's my go-to guy and because I know he ain't going to bullshit me. And I can't say that about a lot of people. Like, I question everybody now based just on a bunch of shit that's gone on in the latter, we'll say the last quarter of 2023. Like, I question everybody. Anything that you say to me, like, I feel myself questioning, are you being for real or are you, just, are, are, are you fucking with me? Pope, Pope knows me well enough to know um, that's something I'm just not going to tolerate. I feel like I'll, everybody on on board here, that's something uh, I think that's been made abundantly clear. I think anybody that knows me on any level at this stage and think, knows that that's a thing, just don't fuck with me. Because I just don't have the patience for it. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You can look at it from both both sides of it. But it is very much establishing walls, establishing boundaries, and maintaining those. Almost like a fortress of sorts. Like those who are inside are inside for a reason. And then there's other ones that are knocking on the door because they, they want in. And, you know, some will more likely than not be admitted, but it's not going to be without me checking some shit before that happens because I'm not interested in enduring another circumstance where somebody that I was supposed to trust or something along those lines winds up <laughs> stabbing me in the fucking back. I have no time for that. 
and it's probably why my patience level with people right now is at an all-time low. That's something I know I need to work on this year. I, and I will. You know, there's healing that has to happen, and we're working on that. Doing this is certainly um, a contributor to the healing. Yesterday, I made a new graphic because I needed I was I needed to do something creative, and I made a new graphic uh, for the network that had all of our faces on there. And when I got done making it, I kind of just sat back and looked at the screen. And that's when everything started. Like, I was aware of it before. I've mentioned it before. But seeing it in that form, I, know I got the show logos on there. I've got the different hosts, you know, lined up on there. And it's like, man, I look at all these people, and they come from all walks of life. They all have individual stories. They all have individual lives. No two are the same. And it's like, what a diverse group of people that ordinarily would not have known about one another if it hadn't been for coming under this umbrella, this banner. And something in that alone makes me feel good. Because of the common trait with all of those people, and there's a couple more that we just haven't formally launched or announced their show, which is why they weren't included in that graphic. Make no mistake about it, folks. That's not the last graphic I'll ever make. But they're good people with good hearts, with good souls. Fundamentally, I'm not going to agree with every single one of them on every single topic, nor will they agree with me on mine. But that's the cool part about all of this is that we can voice our points of view. We can voice our opinions. We can have a discussion about it. But like, If somebody doesn't agree with me, I don't necessarily have to sit there and talk shit about them after the conversation's over. We can agree to disagree. I will still have respect. I will still have all of that. Like the, I mean, unless unless you unless they were to do something just really assholeish, I there's. I can't imagine a scenario where something would stem from a conversation that would just make it to be where I just cannot work with you or don't want you representing the network. Or I mean, unless you're an outright racist or something like that, like then we've got problems. Uh, you know, you can have your beliefs, but it ain't going to be here on that level. That I know. Because you, you got to end racism somewhere, man. And that shit ain't going to fly here. Just as not. Um, <clears throat> going into 2024. I'm not the same man that I was at this point last year. I've learned a lot about myself. I have uh, learned a lot about the men and women that I share the network family table with. And I've learned a lot about you, the listener. And I'm going to take all that knowledge and I'm going to continue to do everything that I can to expand the borders of this network and to provide you all with the content and the entertainment that you come here to look for. 
because without you, there wouldn't be us. And any man, woman, uh, child, I guess, if you're listening to these shows, and if you are, <laughs> you're getting an education. I don't know <laughs> if it's uh, <clears throat> necessarily, <laughs> uh, we'll just leave it at that. Um, but there's a lot of good in the world. There's a lot of good to build upon, even in spite of all the fuckery. There are glimmers of positivity. There are glimmers of hope. And I keep marching towards that. We can say every year, this is going to be my year. This is going to be my year. And for a lot of us, we truly believe that. And we will embark on that for about three weeks. Then they fall right back into what's normal. They fall right back into what's familiar. They fall right back into routine. And like I understand the mind fuck that is because I'm very much a routine guy, but I also am of the understanding that there are things that are going to have to be done outside of my comfort zone in order to get to where I want to be and where I want to take this network, the co-hosts, and our fans. That's where we're at. So with that, we're going to go ahead and put a bow on this week's episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in to listen to my holiday rambling because I feel like that's really what it was. <laughs> um, but I, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for your continued support. And uh, any questions, comments? feedback of any kind you can uh, leave us a comment or send us a dm over at the Klaus to the heart facebook page or you can um, go to Klaus to the heart at gmail.com that is our email account Klaus to the heart.net is our website and uh check out our, the online store cafepress.com forward slash pfc network the official online store of the pure fury creations entertainment network with that i wish you all a very merry christmas the happiest of new years and we'll be back next week with a new episode of the klaus to the heart podcast the flagship show of the pfc entertainment network